Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the word. God bless you. I am going to jump into my message. Um, again, I'm just so excited to be here, and I'm glad I have some things written down, or I might just repeat myself. <laughs> really letting you into my world right now, okay? Um, So, so fun. But it is Vision Builders Month, and a question that we get a lot of times, especially during Vision Builders Month, because this month raises a lot of questions, and what we want you to do and know is please ask those questions. Come to leadership with any, we have been asked anything and everything. Nothing is too crazy. Nothing is too small. Nothing is too big to ask around this subject. This is a big subject. This is one that the enemy really likes to bring just division and deception and just questioning and wondering around. So I I really mean it. Please reach out to your connect leader, to your leaders, any questions you have, even if it seems kind of small or dumb, um, please, we're here for you. They're here for you. And, and, and if a lot of things start stirring inside this month, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's why we're in this together. But we get the question a lot too. Like, how did you get to a place, you know, now where you're able to give what you can give year after year and it can grow and you still are so excited and so happy about it and you still just love Vision Builders. So we're going to step into the world. The title of my message is Lifestyles of the Faithful and Generous. Yeah. Little play on the, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous, which then I went to listen to that song to play and don't listen to the song. (laughs) Don't listen to the song. No, but it was just kind of funny because one of the videos that we've already showed us, um, they were talking about this lifestyle of generosity and it just dropped in my spirit. It was like, that's that's your message, is living a lifestyle of generosity. And so my points are just a few mindsets, mindsets that have to shift in your mind before or even while. I think sometimes we come up against these mindsets as we keep on going year after year and grow. But just some mindsets that have to shift um, in your mind first, and then some practical tips of how to walk that out. Because I love to get inspired, and I love to get excited, but I also love when there's something that I can do, like, that night or the next day that can really help me in that. So we're going to just jump right in. You ready? Woo! Here we go. All right. So here's um, something I hear a lot or see a lot in people's minds who aren't always as faithful as, they're definitely not living up to the level of faithfulness and generosity that God has in their life. And we see it all the time as people come up or asking, well, when I make more money, I'll give. When I make more money, I'll give more. And a lot of times we have this mindset of when I reach this, then I will this. But what we've seen so many times is, yeah, like winning the lottery. That's right. That is like 98% of people that win the lottery lose it within a year. It's insane because the mindset hasn't shifted on how to value the money and and where it goes. So, um, 
And again, when I talk about generosity throughout this message, vision builders and generosity is everything above your tithe. So your 10% that we talk about every Sunday and every Wednesday is what we just get to give God every month, every two weeks, however often you, you um, get paid, your 10%. This generosity and this vision builders is anything above that 10%. So again, Vince and Becca are in that number and that's above their 10% tithe. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, but it says in Luke 16.10, if you are faithful with little you will be faithful with much. And that says it all, yes? And I kind of have a similar story. You know, some of you have heard before, and those of you who don't know our story. So Colin and I have now been married 17 years. Um, But we have both been through a divorce. So when we met, we we were a big hot mess, yeah? And God took us through a lot. But I had two little boys, so after my divorce, you know, I was a single mom, and obviously some of you in here were in that same place. It's a very, very difficult season, a very, very difficult season. Um, Not really feeling like you fit anywhere, and not really feeling like, I didn't really feel alone because I had God, but like, you just go from kind of one place of just, and it wasn't like a healthy, great lifestyle. It wasn't like everything was, ooh, this is great, so let's get a divorce. (laughs) So you're already kind of going through some trauma and some really crazy life. And then that happens, and um, it just kind of throws you into a whirlwind. But I remember then having to make so many decisions all by myself. And, And everything that you would like... And we didn't, I wouldn't say that we were ever really unified, which I would say if you're married in here, number one, get unified with your spouse on your giving and your generosity. Um, I wouldn't say that, but it's just a different place to go from feeling like you have the weight of the world and the weight of so much on your shoulders and all the decisions to make just as you. Um, And so I just remember just turning to God and I'd given tithe. I was raised a Christian. I grew up in church. Like tithing was just something that my parents always did and talked about and was just shown. So that, that was never any question. But when you go from, you know, having abundance to having lack, it's like, well, then, okay, where is, where is the faith stretch? Where is the, where's the gift when there's like, like nothing to give? Um, but I remember just crying out to God and just being, you know what? No matter what it looks like, I don't ever want to stop being generous. And even though I can't be generous at the level that I was here, and kind of felt like I had to step back. I was like, whatever that is, I want to continue to be generous because I know of the fruit and the heaven that opens up after that. And I remember it was not too long after the divorce, and it was coming up on my son's third birthday. And I just didn't even have enough money to buy my own child a birthday present. And it was just so crazy. But I remember it was kind of similar time. It was Vision Builder's time. And it was time to either faith, trust, or, you know, birthday present. Or where is this going to come from? And um, so I remember I wrote my first $19 Vision Builder's check. First, I still, I remember, well, because I wrote a few of them. 
Because then I got to write a few more $19 Vision Builders checks, you know? I was like, ooh, this is happening more often, yeah? Um, but I remember shortly after that where then the, the youth pastor and the church stepped in, and they're like, you know, because Jacob's birthday, our, my three-year-old at the time, is right after Christmas. And they were like, you know, we have a bunch of gifts left over from the toy drive at Christmas. Do you want to come pick something out so you can give your son a present? And it was such a beautiful moment because I just felt like God doesn't care what the size of the gift is. But like my heart opened up and then God's heaven opened up over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to provide for you. You put God's house first. And it didn't matter that it was $19. And I could tell you story after story after story where now we're in a place where we're able to give a little bit more than $19 to Vision Builders, yes. But I think almost every year, too, you come around this time and you start to look back, like you said, on where has God taken you from either that first time or from the time where you knew you gave what you were supposed to give, even what it wasn't easy and you didn't see how the end was going to come out. So I would say that the tip for this is just do it. Just listen to your gut, listen to your spirit and just, just do it. Just give, just, just pledge. Um, and then just literally the practical step is to just physically, you know, or go online. However, however you, you give, just give. And then to be able to see what happens and what comes from that. And I tell you, too, through the years as we've, you know, started to make a lot more money, become a lot more sex- successful. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> marriage retreat. Marriage retreat. Wow. See, this is why I can get all my jitters out in Salt Lake City. Woo! You guys are so fun. But the other thing that we've learned in our growing and success is when to hear and when to know to give, and then when to hear and when to know not to give. So as you start becoming more successful, because as you give and sow into the house of God and you build his house, you hear he will build yours, you're going to start making more money. The fruit of it is, is so much that that sometimes you also have to know when people are asking for money when it's time. And this isn't really vision builders, but I've talked to people who have donated all their money to a charity or to somebody that that they didn't feel like they were supposed to give that. You just, I mean, come on, your heart is stirred. You want to give all the time. But they gave away all their money, and then they didn't have money to fulfill their pledge. But then they're like... It wasn't the obedient step to hear from God to like, yes, this is where I need to give. Or actually, you know what? This, this money is invested. I remember we've had times we've telling people, well, we have our own money invested in something right now that we can't get out. Because that's how much we put vision builders as a priority. But we're not going to give that somewhere else because we know it's meant to be here. And if we give it here, then we don't have it to fulfill our pledge. Um, and not that God can't make it up and not that things don't happen, but I just hear so many times from people who just weren't feeling to give to a thing, but they still did. And then they're like, oh, but I gave it here. So then I wasn't able to be faithful where God told me to be faithful at. 
And so that's just kind of a practical thing to start, to start thinking and then just jump in, even if it's $19, even if it's $100, where you start, jump in and start. Yes? Right. When you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much, which is pretty, pretty crazy. And then, like I said, so getting into point number two, as you start doing this, then your ability to give more is going to grow and grow. And then your decision making and your thinking has a lot more weight on it because then God's going to ask you to give a lot more than $100 a month, yes? And what I've found is sometimes when we hear that voice in our head or we know in our spirit of the next big amount we're supposed to give, um, I got a song for you. This is, this is what pops in our head, yes? Nope. It's coming. <laughs> oh, it's coming. but I won't give that. So, oh, we remember this one is, is an amazing story. So, like we've said, our business is growing. Now Colin and I are happily married. We're part of Awaken. You know, our souls are refreshed. Our souls are prospering. Our business is prospering. Things are prospering. But we had moved down from Seattle to San Diego. And when we first moved down there, there was a little bit of sticker shock for houses. So we're like, oh, I guess we're going to rent for a little bit while we find where we want to live, which is still a good idea. But um, looking for houses, looking for houses. So we're like, all right, we're going to have to save a little bit more money for a down payment, yes, (laughs) before we buy a house in San Diego, where we're like, we just want a house with a yard and a pool. And they take you to this house that has a pool that's this size. (laughs) And like a yard you could maybe fit one of those little pug goals on, <laughs> soccer goals. We're like, this is, we came from five acres in Seattle. Like, what is this? In good old Sumner, Washington, yes? John Deere country. We did. We lived in John Deere country for a while, yes? Too funny. Those are crazy memories. But just remembering, so we started up and we saved up $100,000. And it's Vision Builders Month. And we will never forget when we were praying and we're wondering and we're looking at houses, you know, we're looking at houses and we hear that we're supposed to give that $100,000 to Vision Builders. Our, our entire, not 10% of your down payment, 10000 I would do anything for love. I'd give that. I'd give that, God. But God was like, no, the whole, the whole thing, I want, I want you to trust me. And I remember just, we were just looking at each other like, is this real? Is this, is this real life? Like, you know, like, that's a lot of things to write on a check. You know, I was like, yes, thank you. And uh, when I was like, really, though, I was like, God, I, I really, we are serving. We are serving with our whole hearts. We are serving with every loved God. We love the church. We love people. Um, and we were really like, we really will do anything. Is there anything else? 
Can we do something else? Is there anything? But we had this, a little bit of this. We'll do anything for you, God. But I don't know if we'll give you a down payment for our house. And then something in us shifted. It says in Psalms 84:12, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man and woman who trusts in you. And we said, you know, this is a really big number. This is a lot of money. It was all we had saved up, but we're going to trust God. We're going to trust God. And we said, let's do it. And it wasn't for us. Now, again, you've got to listen to the Holy Spirit for what is right for you seasons. For Vincent Becca, it was $100 a month for a year. Okay? And then now we do that now. We pay our vision builders monthly. Okay? It comes out automatically. We pay it. Well, it comes from a check, but you know what I mean. It's, it's every month. We Non-negotiable. Um, but at this time, it was literally like, we need to give this all. <laughs> Probably because maybe we, maybe we want to. <laughs> We, might, yeah. we, we may not, something may have come up, <laughs> but we remember writing that check and just saying, okay, God, we trust you. We trust you. And we're going to just give this all right now to vision builders. And gosh, how, how much longer was it? Six months? Some crazy miracle, of course, how God does. We get contracts, the business grows. Crazy miracle. We, we buy the most incredible house we could have ever imagined in San Diego that had an actual yard, okay, an actual yard and a gazebo, like room for a gazebo and a pool and a dining room like we added a thing to eat outside, okay? So, yes. So God provided more than enough for us to then step into this incredible house where we had just the most fun hosting Connect Group and hosting Awaken events. Um, and ever since then, it's just been growing and growing. And then from that seed, then we've been able to give that every year and then more. So we've been able to give that every year to where then three years later, God's like, all right, it's time for you to move into a next level house so you can host fancy Pathfinder because we weren't doing Pathfinder's events yet. We had our very first all-in night, which we have pods of 12. So Pathfinder's is groups of 12. This season, we had eight different campuses. Well, this is the very first season we had the 12 at our house, all in, all of us, us 12 and my husband, Hallie. <laughs> But he's like, now it's time to move in where you can host, like, real Pathfinder events. And so the faithfulness and the obedience of then continuing to live this lifestyle of being faithful to hear from God, of when to grow, when to give more, when to, you know, give it. Grow in our lifestyle of generosity where we were able to step into literally our dream home that had a pool bigger than the house I lived in when I was a single mom. <laughs> and a, well, it's not tennis, it's pickleball, right, Alan? It's a pickleball court. <clears throat> and room for a swing for our daughter. And we just host almost every single Awaken Ventures <laughs> at our house. And it's incredible. But again, it's this lifestyle of being faithful with a little, being faithful of giving the 19 giving the hundred, giving, and we didn't just jump from a hundred dollars or even jump from $10,000 to vision builders to a hundred. It was pretty close. I think before that we had given maybe 50, but 
We didn't, you don't just jump into that always overnight. I mean, God could do anything. You never know what's going to happen in Salt Lake City, yes? But this lifestyle of faithfulness and generosity that got us where we are now to where somehow, and the only reason I can share this, which isn't really easy for me to share, but I feel like I'm supposed to because we really always want to stay so humble because it's God that's given us even the increase in our business. It's God that's given us everything we have. But to go from a place of being a single mom to where that was what I had in abundance to where we are now to be able to be in the top five givers of a church like this. And there's some ballers. It's just taking me back to when there was times I couldn't even feed my boys. And to be in a place where we can help build God's house. Thank you. Help build God's house in every area. But specifically, one of the areas we are all called to, and again, it's going to look different in different seasons for different people. But some people think, oh, well, that's just for the business people, or that's just for these people. We all get to be a part of giving. And to go from that place to where we are now, and we're not going to slow down. We're not going to stop. This lifestyle of being faithful and generous is only going to grow and grow and grow. And we want to raise an army. Our goal, our next goal is to get 100 people who give 100K to Vision Builders a year. We have, we have 20 right now. And we believe that's the next, that's the next goal, yes? Ernie and Fiona Padone, am I allowed to tell everybody that was one of you? Yeah? Interesting, huh? So fun. You are who you hang with, yes? And I would say the top, the whole list of everybody who gives 100K are some of our best friends. And we've all prayed and talked to each other about it because it's, it's, it's a stretch, but it's amazing. And I only share this with you, I think, just because God wants to inspire and give you hope because he has that for every single person as we jump into this and as we jump into being faithful and generous where you're at. It really is something that you can, and as you hit yourself to this church, it really is something that's possible. It's not like it, imagine to me 18 years ago, that would, that would have sounded so crazy. You know, 20 years ago to even be happily married and like, you know, be, being able to even serve other people in the capacity that we do would have been like crazy, let alone being able to serve people the way that we do and do that and have fun. Like all of it together is absolutely still just mind blowing and still humbling and never forgetting where we came from but also inspiring people to go to the next level. So honestly, the, the, the practical tip, number two, is to repeat number one. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep giving. God's going to ask you to give more and more. God's going to ask you to give more and more. God's going to, you know, you're going to have people that really have an amazing cause that want you to give, and you're like, we're, we're giving somewhere else, and they, 
chew you out in the parking lot in front of a lot of people. But you don't cave because you know where God's told you to give, yes? And you've been faithful and generous and you know in your heart, like, nope, this is what we know we're saving our money to give for. So just keep giving. Just keep giving. Being faithful to hear and then being generous to do it, yes? And then I think the other mindset that needs to shift for for some people is just we get this thought in our heads that God is only faithful and generous towards me when I do the right thing or if I give this or if, um, you know, I hear this and, I, and I'm obedient. When God is really faithful and generous towards us all the time, no matter what we do, no matter what we give, no matter what our response is to what we've even heard him say, Because I can't say I've been obedient every time I've heard the word of God. There's been plenty of times where, no, I I won't give that, God. (laughs) I I won't give that. And I didn't. Um, But he was still so faithful and generous back towards me to then give us another chance. um, To just then show us how much he loves us. Again, no matter how much we give, but to love us no matter where we're at and whether we did listen or whether we, you know, we get a lot of calls too. Like, you know, I wasn't able to fulfill my pledge and people who really just take on a lot of shame. And we're like, let's let's pray for that. We're going to figure this out. And we come out, we come with practical strategies of how are we going to help you fulfill this? How are we going to help you reach this goal? And how are you going to hear from God how this is going to be possible? And walking people through those journeys has been so incredible. But in that process, God has been so faithful and generous towards those people and towards us every time. Every time, every time. And I think uh, the number one way to just know is to just spend time with God. And that, that's just the tip for number three is spend time with God, read his word, be around others that know how faithful and generous he is towards you, no matter what you've done or said or not done. Um, and I would say just being able to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. And the way to do that is just to spend time with him. And for me, I love music. I love, you know, they have foodies. Is there such thing as a a music moody? What what would you call that, Scott? A what? A music, yeah. I love music. So I always, whenever I'm in prayer, I have worship music playing. Like good, just Christian, just faith-filled, Holy Spirit worship music playing. And for me, I find it really easy to just kind of set my time aside um, because if I start watching the clock, then I start thinking of all these other things I need to get done. So a lot of times for me, I'll pick, you know, a set of songs and I'll go, okay, I'm going to take this first song. And during this whole first song, all I'm going to do is just thank God. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for being faithful and generous towards me. Thank God for bringing me from a place of not being able to buy a kid a birthday present to, okay, an orphanage. We could buy 100 kids a present, you know? Um, And then I'll take the next song, and I'll just, I'm going to take this entire song to just pray in the Spirit and just listen during that whole song. And then I'll take the next song and pray for my kids or pray for my husband or pray for my family. But for me, it's just a beautiful way to like shut the world out, not look at the clock, um, 
You know, it says in Psalms 81, 1 and 2, Sing aloud to God our strength. Make a joyful shout to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and strike the timbrel, the pleasant harp with the loom. So an atmosphere is set with music. I love that that's how we start every single church service because it just sets the atmosphere for what God wants to do. It set the atmosphere for your prayer life. It helps me bring things to light that I know that I need to pray for. And then sometimes it just helps remind me. The worship songs sometimes are a beautiful reminder, especially the ones we've written because they are just so spot on with the heart of God of what God's thoughts and his faithful and generous thoughts towards me are. And then it's able to just turn my brain off and just like, I'm just going to, I'm taking the song to just go to this. I'm taking the song to just hear from God. And God loves music. Some people, I had somebody ask me, um, yeah, but you know, you don't really need to play music when you're like, hanging out with your friend Michael my friends and I listen to music when we hang out all the time but also I I really feel like God is our friend but my relationship with him is so different so if it looks a little bit different that I just need some music blaring while I'm just pacing and praying you know than it would with maybe some of my friends here on earth that's okay that's okay you know he's our friend and he wants you to just be able to experience him and his presence, how you feel, how you feel. So for me, that's just a little tip of something that, that I do in my prayer time. And it just helps me pray a little bit longer, helps me pray a little bit deeper, helps me just get the heart of God into, into that. Um, so I think just keeping all of these things in, in mind as we go into Vision Builders Month, of just being able to really be obedient and hear from God on what the next steps are for you and for your heart. Um, And for some of you, the first step might even be just coming into a relationship with Jesus or coming back to God so that you can hear his heart and and hear his right thoughts towards you. Um, And continuing to just come. I know a few of you raised your hand. It's your first time. Continuing just come to church. Continuing to surround yourself with big people that believe big things that are living for something greater than themselves. It's really contagious. And the more you're around these faithful and generous people, the more you're going to have that that heart. And so that's what I would just, just say. Let's do this together. Let's grow in our faithfulness. Let's grow in our generosity together. And let's see. I cannot wait to see where Salt Lake City campus is next year, a year from now, next year, Vision Builders. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.